This is Black Millennial Money. This episode of Black Millennial Money is brought to you by the good people over at Rappy Fresh. What is Rappy Fresh? Rappy Fresh is a clothing spray that's EU certified to kill coronavirus on your clothes, giving you up to four hours of protection, killing 99% of bacteria and germs on all fabrics. Now, for those of you who are trying to get lit, you're trying to go outside, but you also want to protect your family. This is travel size, 100 mil. You can take it on a plane. You can carry it in your handbag. You can pull it in your backpack. You spray it on your clothes and stay protected while you're outside. And then when you get home, you don't necessarily want to put those clothes in the washing machine. This is perfect for that. So if there's any doctors, nurses, police officers listening to this and you don't want to have to wash your clothes all the time, Rappy Fresh clothing spray is the way to do it. Head over to buyrappyfresh.com. Use the discount code BMM10 to save 10% on your next purchase. That's Rappy Fresh at buyrappyfresh.com. This is Black Millennial Money, where we talk about how you can make more money, keep more money, invest more money, and spend more money on the finer things in life, all from a Black Millennial perspective. I'm your host, Joseph Voice, and today, I'm your guest. So, without further ado, this is going to be one of those shorter episodes where we get straight to the point, we break down the facts, and give you everything you need to get some value out of this episode. So today, we're talking about the four ways you can profit in a crisis, how to make money when the world seems like it's on its head. And in the past 18 months, we all know what that's been like, so let's get right into it. We're going to open the episode with three, three examples of people who have done exactly that. Now, the crisis that they've been in changes and it varies, but ultimately, there was a window of time where things were up in the air. There was some sort of upheaval some sort of tension and they were able to navigate that they were able to find a way to profit and the words in my new favorite rap lyric turn a pandemic into a pandemic is exactly what they did so we're gonna come across a little bit of ethics conversation here but this episode is not about ethics we can debate ethics in the comments we can debate ethics whenever you see me however what this is about is you seeing an opportunity, no matter what the situation is, and capitalizing on it for your personal gain. Now, that might sound cold, but we're talking about making money here. So the first person is Levi Strauss. Levi Strauss, you may recognize the first name. He is the name on the back of the jeans that you are probably wearing now, or the jeans that you definitely thought were cool about 10 years ago. Levi Strauss, he... He's famous for making jeans today, starting a jeans brand. But in the 1800s, where he was just getting started, he had his own he had his own wholesale business with his brothers on the east coast of the USA. And in the mid 1800s, there was the California Gold Rush, the West Coast Gold Rush, and everyone was trying to move west to dig for gold, to find their fortune, to find a way of building wealth. And he saw this as an opportunity. Actually, there's not a great deal happening out west. If I move out west, we can just open up the West Coast version of what we've already got in the East. We sell, wholesale, we sell wholesale products. While he was there, he realized that all these people that were digging holes and trying to find gold, they needed durable trousers, durable things to wear on their legs. So he, he created a pair of what they called riveted trousers, I think was the name. But basically, those are what the jeans are today. Those 501 jeans, those iconic jeans, were basically built for people they're designed for people who were digging holes in the west coast of California. He never found any gold because he wasn't looking for any gold, but he got very, very rich. And he's got a brand that we still wear today. 150 some odd years later, it's still a legitimate brand that makes millions every single year from one opportunity, from one move where everyone else was like, oh, this is the hottest new thing. Let me not try and be the person that finds the hot new thing. 
and let me figure out a way of being the path for other people to find that because I'm guaranteed to make money even if they don't succeed. A great example of this is everyone wants to buy crypto, but wouldn't it be better for you to maybe start a crypto blog and let all of that traffic come to your website and all these people who are interested in learning about crypto come to your website rather than trying to be the person that picks the right crypto? Nah, you're just in the right place at the right time where you can capitalize from this tidal wave of traffic and opportunity where you can actually be the path to someone else's success, but your success isn't contingent on whether or not they win. The second person I want to talk to you about is a guy called Michael Burry. Now, some of the investors in the house might know who Michael Burry is. He was one of the few people that predicted the 2008 recession. He saw what was happening with the subprime mortgage crisis, saw that the financial system globally, but definitely in the US, was about to collapse, that it was in the, it was in a crisis. He made a big bet. He invested saying that these things are going to go wrong. This is unsustainable. The house of cards is going to collapse. And he made several several billion in that investment. He's a very wealthy man today and he's already predicting the next crisis and I'm sure he's got his money ready to capitalize on that. The film The Big Short was made about his story. It's not completely accurate, but it's broadly right. He made the bet against the market because he saw that there was a crisis coming and he could take advantage of it. Now, the next person I'm going to bring up, some of you may think, well, why is he mentioning this person? And it's going to be super unexpected and I'm, and I'm happy to back this one up with whoever wants to debate me, Rihanna. Rihanna's a billionaire today because she saw a crisis that she was perfectly positioned to be the one to succeed. So the makeup industry was in crisis. There was a lack of diversity in the products they were offering. And the brands that had previously came out to cater to people with darker skin tones, essentially black and Asian people, they had got old. So fashion fair was like your grandma's makeup. Mac was kind of your mom or your older cousin's makeup. But that wasn't what you wanted to be wearing. That wasn't what someone who was 18, 19, 25 wanted to be wearing around about, what, 2015? Where a lot of conversation was happening about black representation, about black beauty, about black beauty standards and how the West didn't appreciate it and how on the shelf there is nothing catering to black women. This is where you started to see a lot of those Afro hair care brands really start to... I really start to um, to gather steam and momentum. There's a, a ton of US brands that really kicked off in this window where actually selling products to black people was the right plate, was the right opportunity. And Rihanna saw this and she had a unique position where she had the opportunity to take part in this. She had the money, she had the brand, she had the cachet, she had the credibility. Rihanna's been a style icon pretty much ever since she started making music that she liked. The first couple albums, the first album was a bit hit or miss, but after that, when Rihanna turned to Bad Girl Riri, she had all the credibility she needed to launch this. She's an icon for style, for beauty, for music, depending on what kind of music you're into. But she had the positioning where when she said, this was the one that I made for the community, the community knew, yes, we believe you. We believe you. And then she had the capital and she had the credibility to develop an incredible partnership with a global brand like LVMH, where she could be the face and a significant shareholder, but she didn't have to do all the work. She didn't have to figure out how to make makeup. She didn't have to figure out how to do global distribution. All she needed to do was be Rihanna, be credible, be a star, and be someone that people really looked to and were inspired by her style and her opinion and taste level. So those are the three people I want to introduce. And then... That leads me on to the four ways that I think you can get rich in a crisis. Again, 
we're not talking about ethics here. We're talking about getting rich in a crisis, turning a pandemic into a pandemic to quote my amigos. So starting off, the first way is to sell the solution to the problem. This is obvious and there's a lot of competition here. So looking at what's happened with the pandemic in the past 18 months, people who are selling the solution, these, these pharmaceutical companies, Moderna, GSK, AstraZeneca, Johnson by jo Johnson & Johnson, they're going to make a ton of money. They said they were doing it for free, but watch them raise the prices. They've already started it. And a lot of them, their share price has grown significantly in the past year. Moderna's share price was something like 20% of where it is today. It's pretty much 5 x at the time of recording, since they started meaningfully developing a coronavirus, a coronavirus uh, vaccine. Since that came about, they have really made money in, in asset appreciation of just their shares before even, before even collecting any revenues. The challenge with selling the solution to the problem is that it's crowded, it's obvious, and it's very, very hard. It's very, very hard to present a solution to a massive crisis. But what you can do is benefit from the massive upside if you get it right. So it's high difficulty, high reward. So high difficulty, high reward in trying to present a solution to a problem. The second way to get rich in a crisis is to sell the resources for people trying to solve the problem, right? This is a lot easier to, to do because ultimately what people really want is to have some sort of, to feel like they're making a little bit of progress, to have something that makes this challenge a little bit easier. And what you as an entrepreneur, what you as a visionary, what you as someone who sees an opportunity to turn a pandemic into a pandemic, I, I told you I love that line. What you have is you benefit from momentum. People are going to flock to whatever you're selling. It is high stress because of that level of demand and has little longevity. A great example of this is PPE. And soap, hand soap and PPE flew off the, flew off the shelves. Gloves, face masks. Half of you didn't even notice that certain brands, they ran out of bottles to put the squeezy soap in. So they just started putting hand soap in a shower gel bottle. And people were just buying it. It got to the point where you could only buy one at a time in the shops, where people were trying to clean off the whole shelf thinking Armageddon was coming. But that was a perfect opportunity for those companies. If you, if, you, if you had been selling hand sanitizer for 10 years before now, this has been the Christmas you've been waiting for. Whether you sold soap, face masks, plasters, survival kits, people were, people were building underground bunkers for a day just like this. And that was your opportunity to capitalize on selling people the resources to solve their problem. People didn't want to get COVID. So you sold them things that would at least minimize their risk of doing so. The, the likes of Zoom massively capitalized on this, where it was a resource that allowed people to work from home. Zoom was a good company before, but now it's a household name as a result. Literally, doing video calling is now essentially a Zoom call. Even if you're not using Zoom. They benefited massively from selling resources to people wanting to manage the crisis or people trying to solve the problem. Similar to what Levi Strauss did, where he was selling jeans to people who needed to dig in holes. He was also selling them shovels. He was selling them lunch. He was selling them all sorts of things that they needed to further their journey. Getting rich in a crisis, part two. So the third way is to sell comfort. Selling comfort in a crisis is one of the very best ways to make money and build brand cachet for a long period of time. Because ultimately in a crisis, what people want is peace of mind. People do not want to feel stressed. They don't want to feel anxiety. What they want is a solution. What they want is a panacea. What they want is 
something to make them feel better. And great examples of this are the likes of Rappi Fresh. Rappi Fresh clothing spray, as you know, is EU certified to kill coronavirus and 99% of viruses and bacteria on clothes. This means that where you carry 70% plus of the bacteria on your clothes, where you can go to a festival like some of you did, and come home slumped two days later because you've got sick, you've got a cold, even though you washed your hands. You did the antibacterial stuff. You did the hand sanitizer. You came home and showered. But what you didn't do was come home and put that coat and that bag that you wore to said festival in the washing machine. This is where Rapid Fresh comes in. In 60 seconds, you spray it on your clothes. Spray it on your clothes. And it kills 99.99% of all bacteria and viruses, including coronavirus. You need this in your life. Why? Because it's comfort. It's peace of mind. It means you can go about your business. Go to the gym. Where all them people be nasty and sweating and leaving their bacteria on those machines. You can go see your grandparents. You can go and hang around other people's kids who you know are going to school and catching all sorts of nastiness right now. With this, spray it on your clothes. Spray it on your bag. Spray it on your shoes. Stay protected. Selling comfort. That's a great example of it. Ultimately, where you're giving people peace of mind. You're giving people the freedom to be able to choose for themselves how they navigate this crisis. You're making it somewhat easier for them. Other examples of this are the likes of Disney+. Plus. People were stuck at home, bored of Netflix. Let's give you the whole of Disney. Peloton, amazing. All the gyms are shut down. Everyone's scared of putting on weight. Everyone's at home thinking they're going to get their body back and do all of this. I'm going to sell you a £600 bike with a monthly subscription to watch me on video, help you work out. These are selling people comfort. Both of these businesses both of these businesses, Disney and Peloton, grew massively. Rappy Fresh, taking off. Literally taking off. They can't keep this thing on the shelf. So if you want to get some, now is the time to do it. The challenge with this kind of business when you're selling comfort, it's easy to do but tough to maintain over time because people's appetite for comfort dips or they choose different comforts. So people are looking for comfort outside of their homes right now. So Podcast streams are down. I've noticed that. Netflix streams are down. Disney streams are down. People are probably even cancelling those things because they want to go to a concert. They want to go to Reading Festival. They want to do something outside now. That level of comfort that they bought into is no longer required. The fourth way to profit in a crisis. The fourth way. Fourth way. And this is, this is for the people who really don't want to do a ton of work. So if you're lazy... <laughs> and lazy in a good way not lazy in a way that you don't want to do anything but it's like mm, i'm looking for easy opportunities to capitalize on because all of these things require quite a bit of work all right the fourth way which is possibly the lowest work way but the highest capital investment is to buy anything with value and hold on to it buying distressed assets when you're in a crisis when the world seems like it's falling apart great things go on sale for example, when the stock market dipped last March, so March 2020, not March 2021, when it dipped, you could have bought your favorite investments for next to nothing. And within a month, they're pretty much all bounced back. By the end of the year, some of them are doubled, tripled, and quintupled even, right? Because they were good investments anyway. But what you were able to, you were able to buy them on sale. A great example of this, and it's nasty out here. It is really nasty. Where there's blood in the street, it's time to get rich. ASOS killed off one of their biggest competitors, Topshop. Topshop, a, a, a stalwart, a household name, a key figure on the high street, a key figure in fashion and design for the past 20 something odd years, 30 something odd years. There was a point where if you weren't buying stuff in Topshop, like, 
you weren't you weren't you weren't wavy you weren't saucy you didn't have the latest you didn't have the best but in this crisis Topshop was struggling on the way in ASOS saw an opportunity Topshop is collapsing I'm gonna buy up everything it's not just buying Topshop what they did is they took the best bit let's take Topshops online let's take the stores mash up the stores we don't need the stores close that down completely all that stuff we don't need it what we need is a Topshop brand and we're not even gonna sell it standalone now, we're going to merge this right into ASOS. So Topshop disappears forever. But all of Topshop's customers, the name Topshop is gone. But all of Topshop's customers know precisely where to find those clothes they love. Right here at ASOS. Stone cold, buying up something that has value. The brand, the online presence. Forget the stores. That's the reason they went out of business anyway. Buy the value, hold on to the value, and you will get rich. Key, and this applies to a bunch of different assets, it's key. So if you bought property, if you bought <laughs> stockpiles of hand sanitizer, you are in the game right now. You are in the game. So buying assets, distressed assets, assets that have intrinsic value, intrinsic value. But right now, because the world is in crisis, people are not seeing the value of them. So a lot of these, a lot of these household brand stores that closed from the high street, right? That disappeared from the high street. You buy them, you slap that online. Those Debenhams customers, those House of Fraser customers, all of those people will still buy because they still recognize the brand. They still recognize the name. If you can find something, find something that's struggling in this moment, like I've got a great deal for you. I will buy you out of your sadness. I will buy you out of your struggle. I will buy you out of your pain for 10% of what this is worth. And say it with a straight face. I didn't say it was ethical, but I said you would get rich. And to be honest, the game is the game. This is the nature of the world of money. People aren't making friends. They're here to make money. And honestly, that person who has that struggling business, who has that distressed asset, they could probably do with the cash now more than they could with that asset. In the future, they can figure out how much money they may or may not have lost. But in that moment, they needed the cash and you were there to provide it. So that's the lowest work rate version of this. And just to wrap this up, I'm going to summarize these real quick. Four ways to get rich in a crisis. Firstly, sell the solution to the problem. X is going crazy. This thing is going mad. Here you are with the right solution at the right time for everybody who just wants this to be over. Second thing, sell the resources for people to try and solve the problem. If you can't figure out how to solve the problem, that's fine. Find the smart people, find the dumb people, find the rich people who are all trying to figure out how to solve this problem. And you just be there to help them out. You just be there to make sure that they have everything that they need for a price, of course. Number three, the third thing, the third thing is to sell comfort. So there's going to be more people feeling more pain, feeling more distressed, feeling more sadness than, any, than ever before. And it's your job to sell them comfort. Remember, Deliveroo and Uber Eats, every day they're sending you a text. Every day they're selling you a discount code. Why? Because your transaction volume, you went from ordering Uber Eats once a week, maybe even twice a month, to buying it three times a week. And and buying it for your entire family now. So it's not even one person's meal. This is four people's meal three times a week. Uber Eats, yes, we'll give you 10% off because we know you're going to use it. 10% off for the next six weeks and you give me 10 discount codes. Oh, you know I'm using seven of them. I'm using seven. I don't even buy seven times from Uber Eats ever in my life in one month. But here we are doing it because they're selling comfort. Disney selling comfort. Rappy Fresh is selling comfort for you to get out of your house and do the things you love. Stay bacteria and coronavirus free. Don't go to that festival and come back sick now. Buy Rappy Fresh. Link in the description. 
last but not least buying things that are cheap but really really good assets buying distressed assets things that people are trying to get rid of because they need the cash more than they need the asset so if someone is selling their home on the cheap because this is going to sound crazy because grandma passed away in a crisis Oh, they want the cash. They just want the inheritance to do what they want to go to go Mykonos and to go Santorini. Fine. I'll give you 30 grand less than what grandma would have sold this to me for. They're going to say yes. But now you've got your profit margin. ASOS buying up all the best bits of Topshop, killing them out of the game. Topshop disappeared from the high street like that. Their number one competitor, the person that had them on the ropes for a decade out of the game but we got the best bit the website and the customer database come and buy from asos we'll take care of you keep your overheads of your shops keep your pension schemes for your employees that's none of our business we just came to make sure we took your heart and soul so we could profit going forward it's cold game out there but this is how you can get rich in a crisis three next steps for this episode are firstly first and foremost is for you to build a war chest if you want to get rich in a crisis, you need to have cash on hand for when everything else is going crazy. You're sitting there thinking, okay, I've been waiting for this. It's time for me to eat. And the great thing about market cycles that we find in this modern economy that we have, every seven to 10 years, something's going to go crazy. So we're just coming out of COVID now. By 2027, 2028, something else is going to happen. And are you going to have the cash you need to really profit that time? Or are you just going to be sitting on the sidelines, scratching your head, trying to buy some comfort? The second thing is build your network. Information is key. The, we, the reason why Michael Burry had the opportunity to capitalize on the 2008 recession is because he was already in the game. He knew all the players. He already knew that something was off here. He had the right information to make the right decision. And he came out a billionaire when other people were losing everything that they had. Build your network. Build the right community around you. There are some people in COVID right now who put 10 years into the game of whatever they were doing. And in that one year, they turned the pandemic into a pandemic. I'm going to say it again for the last time in this episode. They made more money in one year, 2020, based on all the work that they've been doing four or five years beforehand, 10 years beforehand, for this moment to arrive. Make sure you build a network. Make sure you have the right information for when that opportunity presents itself. You've got your war chest your cash on hand to go and get this done and the information you need to do it. The final thing, the final thing, if it wasn't obvious already, is stay ready so you don't have to get ready. We've talked about this before. We've talked about this before. All of the people we gave examples of, Levi Strauss, or Michael Burry, Rihanna, they were already positioned for success. They, were they had already got to a position where if something, if something is ready, I'm ready to yam food today. I'm having a good one today because I've built this. I'm in position. They were ready. Cash on hand, knowledge on hand. Opportunity has presented itself. Now it's time to go. Now it's time to get stuff done. Now it's time to become a billionaire in six years. Rihanna just had a few mil. She had a few mil in 2014, 2015. Now she's sitting on a billy. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Study people, study markets. Start paying attention to when stuff starts looking a little funny in the light. Why? Because you now have a perfect opportunity, perfect opportunity to capitalize. So you build up your war chest, you make sure you have the right information and then you stay armed, just waiting for the right thing to drop, waiting for the opportunity, waiting for a lick. Legitimately, of course. And when it comes, 
I'm going to say it again. You can turn a pandemic into a pandemic. I'll see you next week. This episode of Black Millennial Money is brought to you by the good people over at Rappy Fresh. What is Rappy Fresh? Rappy Fresh is a clothing spray that's EU certified to kill coronavirus on your clothes, giving you up to four hours of protection, killing 99% of bacteria and germs on all fabrics. Now, for those of you who are trying to get lit, you're trying to go outside, but you also want to protect your family. This is travel size, 100 mil. You can take it on a plane. You can carry it in your handbag. You can put it in your backpack. You spray it on your clothes and stay protected while you're outside. And then when you get home, you don't necessarily want to put those clothes in the washing machine. This is perfect for that. So if there's any doctors, nurses, police officers listening to this and you don't want to have to wash your clothes all the time, Rappy Fresh clothing spray is the way to do it. Head over to buyrappyfresh.com. Use the discount code BMM10 to save 10% on your next purchase. That's Rappy Fresh at buyrappyfresh.com. This is Black Millennial Money. 